This episode of the NFL Weekly Drive is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on the likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Bet on your favorite players or players you would think will have an exceptional game from across the National Football League. Keep checking those prize pools where they have crazy amount of competitions going on. You can win a lot of points off of those and win tons of money every single week. So go ahead, download the app or visit thrivefantasy.com or go to the bottom of the, our page for the link. Use promo code BENCHBROS and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code BENCHBROS to receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Man. Out my way and watch out as I come Busting in your line, cracking helmets in I bring the pain, so what you gon' do? Stand there and just get shook out your So clean out your locker, I'm out to get ya Cause I just popped ya, you can't take the pressure You might as well quit cause you just can't last Madden 2000, put your face in the grass And your pride in the dirt, so put on a skirt If you come on the field and don't wanna get hurt Just bruised and beaten, all black and blue Hey folks, welcome into the NFL Weekly Drive presented by the Bench Bro Sports Podcast where we talk everything about the world of the NFL Week 8. A lot of hectic things going on. We got the trade deadline coming up tomorrow. A few things that happened uh, today on Monday that broke uh, the football world. Uh, so Brandon's here. I'm here. What's happening, Brandon? Yo, yo, yo. What up? Well, I, I don't know. It's kind of a sad day for me today. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little disappointed too, honestly. I am. But like, I kind of get the move. Like honestly, it's it's a good move for the Broncos to get something for him because he is in the last deal. If you haven't heard or you've been sleeping under the rock when it comes to the NFL world, uh, the Los Angeles Rams have acquired Von Miller uh, via trade. They traded a, a 2022 second round pick and the 2022 third round pick to acquire Von Miller's services, while the Broncos pay nine million dollars of his salary cap for him to go play in LA. Pretty much Denver gets draft capital. Rams give up draft capital to get Von Miller. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, first of all? Well, it's kind of reminiscent to basically the moves that the Rams made when they made it to the Super Bowl that year. Um, it's it's a, it's pre, it's pretty much a stacked defense now. I mean, you have Aaron Donald on one side, Von Miller on the other side, and you got Jalen Ramsey, um, who's your star corner. So I mean, all their all their bases are covered right now on defense, especially on the pass rush. Uh, definitely a smart move uh, to add add some firepower to that defense where they were lacking. Mm -hmm. um, I think Von Miller will fit in good with their. It'd probably be a perfect fit with the pass rush scheme that they have. Um, and yeah, I guess the I thought guess of. I was about to say the thought of Aaron Donald and Von Miller is just scary itself. Yeah, you really can't game plan for that. I mean, one of them is going to break free at, at, at probably on every play, regardless mm -hmm. of of your coverage or your or your offense or what kind of uh, blocking schemes you have set up. I mean, honestly, Von Miller is not the same player he was since Super Bowl Fifty. I mean, he's been able to get to a quarterback four times this year, but um, you know, he's been dealing with the ankle injury. 
Uh, it's just, I don't know, but like having Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald up front helps you out. It was just, it was going nowhere. I mean, the Broncos failed Von Miller because the lack of having a good stable quarterback system, that's what it is. So, um, I have hard feelings about it. Von Miller was like my favorite Broncos player and it sucks, you know, watching the whole thing unfold, but he, he handled it with class. I think the Broncos handled it with class. The Broncos literally had nowhere to go. Like the franchise has just been pedestrian in like the negative for the past five years. And we see all the time that quarterback carousel graphic that just pops up year after year. Well, that's why, I mean, you're going to need some draft capital in order to make a move for a quarterback or draft a quarterback and build some depth on this team because this team is really thin when it comes to the starting rotation. Like the stars are all good, but they can't play all the time. So, and who knows with Von Miller, because this was the last year of his deal. I don't know if they were confident enough, if he would resign here again. Um, but you know, it opens the door for him possibly coming back next year too. I mean, like it's, it's not out of the question, but you know, who, who knows? So I, it's a shame because like the Super Bowl 50 was like one of the best days uh, I've had so far in like the 27 year of my lifespan. But um, it, it was, it's incredible. He's a hall of fame player, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I was just going to add to that real quick that obviously smart move, like you said, for the Broncos, um, you've got to rebuild, you need a quarterback. So you go from there. Um, I think both teams are in a pretty good spot right now as far as the Broncos getting draft capital, uh, freeing up some cap space, and the Rams getting what they need to get them to the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. basically is what it's looking like this year. And it's not it's not crazy either because, like, the Broncos are 4-4 four and four and only, like, a game out of a wild card spot and two games out of um, the division lead. So, like... I don't think this will be the last move they made. There's been trembles about uh, possibly Melvin Gordon or Kyle Fuller being on the move or even Tim Patrick. But, I mean, we'll see by tomorrow what happens. But uh, Denver, like, it's a talented roster. It's just it's young. There's not much depth in certain spots, especially at linebacker. And the quarterback thing has just been a pain in the rear end for the past year. I mean, Trevor Simeon and Case Keenum all have wins this year compared to like what Denver's been doing. Like Trevor Simeon coming in for the Bucks yesterday looks pretty good. I mean, like honestly, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't believe that they won that game. And then like Case Keenum ended up beating Denver head to head. That that was a pain that I could not like. I felt so frustrated that night. But regardless of that, I think. Now, what does this do for the Rams? Do they ascend to the top of the NFC? Like, it's pretty loaded up there right now with the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, the Cardinals. I think I think the Rams are the top team right now in the NFC. I'd put them above the uh, I'd put them above the Cardinals and the uh, the Cardinals. I mean, even though they lost, no, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking of something else. I'm sorry. My mind is, is just, just went sideways on me. Um, I think the Rams are definitely the top team. I put them above the Cardinals, Packers, and the and the Bucks. What do you what did you think of that Packers Cardinals finish? I mean, uh, simple miscommunication between Kyler and AJ. Yeah, definitely. They they weren't on the same page on that route at all. You could tell AJ Green was not expecting the ball. He was just, no. he was he ran that route just to run a route. He was not expecting to have the ball thrown to him. 
I don't know how it was intercepted. That was a great interception, though. It was great a awareness. phenomenal inter- interception. Yeah, that was great awareness. I picked up Randall Cobb, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start him this week and put him my flex. Three catches, 15 yards, and two touchdowns. That'll do it for me. Yeah, two <laughs> touchdowns. That's all that matters. Yeah. Speaking of fantasy, speaking of fantasy, let's talk about the fantasy king at the moment that kind of um, put some fantasy managers in a pickle right now. Um, and one of the top MVP candidates for the NFL, and that is Derrick Henry. After Tennessee got that win, which we'll get into with how bad Carson Wentz looks, um, Tennessee ended up winning yesterday against uh, Indianapolis Colts. They are 6-2. and two. They are ahead of the AFC. They have the number one seed in the AFC as it stands right now. But Derrick Henry will undergo a foot procedure that will sideline him for six to ten weeks. The Titans ended up making a move to sign Adrian Peterson uh, to the practice squad and then possibly elevate him up. But, yeah, the king himself will be out of uh, Tennessee's lineup. What do you think this impacts Tennessee? Do they uh, bounce back from being hit on the canvas with this? Or is this like the point where here comes the downfall of the Titans? Well, obviously, the run game is the biggest part of their offense, and they're losing their best weapon on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, Adrian Peterson does good. I tried to pick him up off waivers in fantasy, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I just I can't see their offense ascending from here. Um, it, I don't know if it's going to get worse, but it's definitely not getting any better. As simple as that sounds, that's that's all I could say right now for for the Titans. Yeah, the whole offense actually runs through Derrick Henry. No matter, like, what are they going to do on third and short? What are they well, going to do on Derrick sh- Henry's the point guard of that offense? Yeah. So what are they going to do? Like, they build the play action pass, which Ryan Tannehill is phenomenal at, off of Derrick Henry. Now t- defenses aren't going to stack the box. They're going to double cover AJ Brown. They're going to um, make you throw to like the slot receiver. They're going to make Ryan Tannehill work for those throws because they're not going to have to worry about Derrick Henry. Now who knows? Maybe Adrian Peterson steps up. Maybe that Nichols. I think it's the Nichols kid that's the backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe he steps up in a big way. Who knows? Baltimore has kind of uh, survived their little RB. Um, Injury scares a little bit uh, with Latavius Murray, with uh, Devontae Freeman. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Tennessee does the same thing. I don't expect Tennessee to be done adding running backs. I could see them adding a Ronald Jones uh, at the trade deadline. Maybe even a Melvin Gordon if the Broncos are truly sellers. So uh, this does impact them a lot, though. I don't know how they're going to bounce like this because I think their schedule gets a little bit tougher. But, um, yeah, I – at least they got six wins with him. So maybe there's a chance he comes back, but like six to 10 uh, with a foot procedure for a running back. I think they're just going to punt till next year in order to use him. But huge blow for the Titans because the Titans were on a roll, honestly, beating the Bills, handling the Chiefs, and then getting a really impressive uh, road win against Indianapolis. Yeah, for sure. They were starting to look good. Um, but that it's unfortunate. Uh, Derrick Henry the best probably the, the, the number one candidate for MVP right now in my opinion um you, you could is, I was about to say you could argue that Derrick Henry is the most valuable player to anyone's team uh like 
his value to Tennessee overvalues everyone else's value, even like from a quarterback standpoint. I think most quarterbacks would be less valuable than what Derrick Henry is to the Titans. Well, Derrick Henry did throw a touchdown pass. You could say he could quarterback that team. <laughs> it was a very, it was a wobbler. It but, was, but he completed it. Yeah. Um, uh, well, definitely unfortunate though. I would have liked to see him get the MVP this season. Um, but as far as a running back and a foot injury, we've, we've seen that foot injury. They'll end up keeping the, the guy out for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, especially with a guy like that has so many mileage that Derrick Henry does, you don't want to rush him so fast to ruin him because you are paying him quite a bit. And now we're going to see if Ryan Tannehill is a franchise quarterback because a lot's going to be put on his shoulders. For sure. It's going to be a test for them uh, for the remainder of the season. But hell of a win yesterday for them. Even with Carson Wentz, throwing a doy doy play where he was backed up in the two yard line, just like scrambling around, just throws an interception for a pick six. What a doofus. And then he throws a pick in the um, overtime. Like, I don't know what the hell is he thinking, but I mean, the best comparison I have for Carson Wentz is that he's a bad version of Brett Favre. I mean, this is the Carson Wentz. We all know. <laughs> That's why Philly let him go. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, all the matchups in week eight, uh, it belonged to the backup quarterbacks. We saw three backups end up getting W's yesterday. One of them on Sunday night with Cooper Rush uh, leading the Cowboys to a victory, which I think it was just bad Minnesota. But definitely very bad Minnesota. Nonetheless, Cooper Rush ended up getting the victory for the Cowboys. Then we had. Then we had Jameis Winston go down with the ACL injury. ACL, um, Jameis Winston is out for the year for with a torn ACL. Sean Payne confirmed today. But the Saints ended up beating Tom Brady on the road with Trevor Simeon stepping in uh, and getting the job done for the Saints. And then the performance of the week is uh, Mike White for the New York Jets as the Jets ended up beating the Bills where everyone was like, oh, the Bills are or the Bengals are legit now. Did I say Bills? I meant to say Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are legit now. Like that's everyone's uh, dark horse. We even said last week how the Bengals are really good. Then they lay this stinker and let Mike White throw for over 400 yards and three touchdowns while even catching a two-point conversion. What do you think was the best core, uh, performance from all three of these backup QBs? Which one had the best W of the day? Well, I mean, come on, man. It's the goddamn Jets. It, yeah, it's the Jets. When's the last time we've seen an, an, an outstanding quarterback performance from the Jets? You know what? It's the first time that a quarterback for the Jets threw for over 300 yards since Vidi Testaverde in 2000. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I, I guess the backup quarterbacks play in a different system than the starters because uh, this guy's got to figure it out. But it's it's the only – it's the first week he's played – We've seen backups come in like Taylor Heineke and just light the light the game on fire, and then we see them just not do that ever again, and we wonder how or why they even made it to the NFL. So we'll see what happens with Mike White. Great game. Jets got a big win against a, a, a very good team, um, but that was definitely the performance in the, of the week for, I think, any football fan out there watching. And not only that, it was they got fortunate because – Cincinnati had a three and out and then a bullshit referee flag thrown 
on an unnecessary roughness on a defender going helmet to helmet where the op, I think it was Ty Johnson lowered his helmet to initiate contact. I mean, you know, like, I feel like the some fuck? of these, I feel like some of these penalties are rigged. Like some of them are just so stupid that I've seen throughout the season. It's like, oh, why, why throw the, the flag? The Minnesota and Cowboys game was a perfect example of that. I mean, so many stupid penalties that made no sense whatsoever. Randy Gregory had like three flags on him three times in a row that just like were like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I don't understand some of them. Like the pass interference calls, I just, I don't get it. It's like some of these ref, referees are just um, immune to the spotlight and just love it and addicted to it. But, like, they're not part of the game. No one goes to watch the referees make a call. Yeah, like, no one goes no one to wants watch penalties to get their own. Yeah, we'd rather have you guys keep the flag in the pockets and, like, Seriously, we'd rather have robots out there. Yeah, let it play. It's football. I mean, my God, you keep – God forbid you touch somebody the wrong way now in football. It's a penalty. It's, like, it's the ridiculous. Vikings – the Vikings had a delay a game – on the defense and no one explained what the call was like, I, I don't know. I don't get like, well, that's they the had, thing too. Like a lot of games have been decided by penalties and I just don't think that's right. No, it's not at all. And like, that's not why Minnesota won. Minnesota looked awesome in like the first quarter and then just like slept walk the rest of the way through. They were one in 13 on third down. That does not get it done in the NFL, no matter who you're playing. Kirk Cousins sucks. Yeah, point, point blank period. Kirk Cousins sucks. I mean, I think the play go. calling sucked. It didn't help him at all. Yeah, but I mean, Kirk Cousins is not the guy you want. I mean, you got a young offense. I mean, uh, I mean, they need some play action things like that. Get Dalvin Cook going. He was the number one running back a few years ago. Where's he been? I think it's just like the offensive play calling just hasn't been consistent enough to where Minnesota can get a rhythm going. Like, look, Kirk Cousins is going to do like he's not going to look amazing at it, but he's not going to be like terrible, like God awful terrible, in my opinion. Like he's not going to like make a Carson Wentz type of decision. Right. And that's not what you want. And Kirk Cousins is going to give what the defense gives him. He's going to take what the defense gives him. So. I, I just don't know who you were like. I don't see them going to a rookie, but like you can't get a veteran either. That's better than Kirk. Like maybe they yeah. trade for Mike White or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Mike White. <laughs> don't don't let him play another game for the Jets. Send him to a decent team. Now the third one we didn't talk about is Trevor Simeon coming in for Jameis Winston. Now I guess like with Jameis being hurt. And by the way. What an amazing video of the Saints locker room uh, last night to where uh, they were having a party dancing. And then like, uh, I forget who it was. It was like Mark Ingram and somebody. And then the guy flipped the camera and Jameis is dancing with the crutches and everything. I mean, just phenomenal stuff from Jameis Winston. But now with him being hurt, Taysom Hill is still in concussion protocol. I mean, what do the Saints do at quarterback? Trevor Simeon. I mean, do they... If you're the Broncos, why not call uh, the Saints and be like, "Hey, do you want uh, Teddy Bridgewater back?" Like, but then who do you replace him with on the Broncos? I mean, they're obviously tanking for 2022 now, so you got to start Drew Locke. Uh, I hate it. I know, no, but no like, Broncos fan wants to see that. No, I don't either. But like, hey, it, it's it's to the point where it's like they're obviously punting for 2022, but. 
Weren't they doing I mean, that last year? Huh? Weren't they tanking for this year, last year, too? Dude, yeah, I thought so, too. Like, <laughs> I just don't know. And Broncos? I really, well, at least the Broncos aren't the worst team in the AFC West. That belongs to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are in a dogfight right now with uh, the New York, Gi- New York Giants. Let's go Giants. Yeah, right. Um, any other games that uh, impressed you from the week? I know Tampa kind of losing is like uh, weird. Uh, we couldn't really see that coming. I mean, the Eagles absolutely destroyed the Lions. I think the Lions are a really bad football team. I, I won't say they're not a bad team now, but they're they're a bad team. I saw, I, think pretty the- funny, I saw a pretty funny meme earlier today. Um, it said for Halloween, the Lions dressed up as a professional football team. Oh, um, yeah, they suck. They, they, that franchise is, is like a doomed franchise. Um, they can't get it figured out. I, it doesn't help that they're paying Jared Goff like $30 million. No, absolutely not. Um, but real quick, the one game I am upset about is the Chargers getting upset by the damn Patriots. Uh, I'm not happy about it. Justin Herbert had a kind of a stinker of a game. Which is weird because I don't know what the Patriots Patriots play good one week and then they play like shit the next week. So I I don't know what the Patriots are. I don't we don't either. They're obviously they're just a very middle of the road team that you still mm-hmm. I mean you could still very easily lose to them. It's that Bill Belichick defense. Yeah, I don't know if it's like because I didn't really watch much of that game. I was busy watching uh the Broncos play uh Washington and uh I, I just don't know what to make of New England. Like, Mac Jones, great thrower of the football. I mean, he is an NFL quarterback, no doubt about that. And he fits perfectly for what the Patriots want to do offensively with a lot of quick game and uh, using a lot of, like, different techniques on the run game and then taking deep shots down the field. But it seems like as the season progresses, they're opening up the offense for Mac Jones to be able to do what he wants to utilize his skill set. It's just they don't have any playmakers to make it down the field. And I think it's the Chargers defense that's really lacking right now. I haven't watched much Chargers games, but like we haven't heard Joey Bosa be like the X factor that we're used to hearing. We haven't heard his name at all this year. Right. I mean, and I don't I, really know two guys on that defense. Everybody else. Derwin James, just, where the hell is he gone? Yeah, it's everybody else kind of just new to me. Um, but I don't know. That that offense has obviously been Leading that team, and uh, Justin Herbert didn't play a great game. No. Uh, other results, Panthers defeated the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons were out there trying to lay people out. I mean, uh, the one DB cooked uh, Robbie Anderson. I mean, absolutely laid him out like clean, old-school style hit. That was cool to see, but the Panthers ended up winning with Sam Darnold back at the helm of the quarterback spot, so... They are right now the seventh seed in the NFC uh, wildcard picture. So they could possibly be that last team that gets into the playoff. Um, The Bills ended up beating the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins are just, it seems like it's a fire sale over there. Like, what the hell is going on in Miami? I don't know. They started off good, and now uh, they're playing typical Dolphins football. Like, it feels like they're just stringing this line of, like, if they want Deshaun Watson or not. Like, Deshaun Watson obviously wants to go there, but is uh, Miami going to be able to move off of to uh, make the nice transition over to Watson, who obviously has off-the-field issues? 
But honestly, it's Miami. Anything could happen. Anything can happen but a playoff berth. It's a very troubled franchise. <laughs> um, the 49ers ended up beating the Chicago Bears. The Bears actually looked a really good football team without Matt Nagy at the helm. It's surprising how much a head coach uh, change makes. Uh, Justin Fields had an amazing fourth and one play where he scrambled uh, right, then turned around, went to the left side, and then weaved through the defense for a touchdown. But uh, Jimmy G had two rushing touchdowns. I think San Francisco is coming back as like a sleeper team for that seven seed in the wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers ended up edging the Cleveland Browns in the fifteen to ten dog fight. Uh, I still. I still don't – well, I bet it on the Steelers. They were dogs. I still don't think Cleveland is – because that offense runs through um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But as soon as those two guys are back, they'll be able to get to, go, uh, to run all over people. But without them two, I just don't see them trusting Baker Mayfield a lot. Throwing, I mean, he was throwing a lot of deep shots and stuff, but Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham aren't catching the football. Right. And right now, a name that's trending in the trade rumors before the trade deadline is Odell Beckham Jr., but who the hell is going to want to pay him $15 million if he can't catch a simple pass, a simple screen pass, or a simple slant route, or a simple out? I don't think Odell is the high-ticket item he was when he was with the Giants anymore. Not with injuries and lack of playtime. Yeah, I just don't get it. And like credit for the Steelers, that's a big win for them. Although Chris Boswell got jacked up too. I mean, yesterday was just a lot of big hits. Um, but you can't you can't put your kicker in that situation where he's gonna get laid out like that. So <laughs> um the Rams ended up schooling the Texans, but the Texans ended up scoring 22 points straight to cover uh the spread, which was uh, unbelievable. But the Texans are up there with being one of the worst football teams. And then the Seahawks, speaking of Jets, former Jet QBs getting it done, the Geno Smith ended up schooling the Jacksonville Jaguars. It seems like the Urban uh, Meyer fire countdown is officially underway, uh, losing 31 to 7. So well, they might let him play the season out. How terrible. What a terrible hire that was. And ended up to be. Um, but anything else from week eight before we kind of preview week nine a little bit? No, I think we got it all covered. Do you think the Giants end like the Giants look like they could win this game? Well, I think it's definitely a winnable game for the Giants. I mean, they already picked off Mahomes. I mean, let's pick them off again. Yeah, they picked off Mahomes where the Chiefs literally marched down to the red zone. They started getting cued again, which what the Chiefs do all the time. <laughs> Mahomes throws an interception. Then the very next play, Daniel Jones throws an interception. Mm-hmm. Like right to the linebacker. I mean, Just come a, on. Let's put it together. It's going to be a battle of interceptions tonight. The battle of the turnovers. Yep. <laughs> Two teams and this kick, turn it over a lot. And this kick returner for the Giants, he just literally bobbled a kick return. <sighs> Two trouble franchises this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, do you see... Any other big trades coming tomorrow? I mean, like, I I think the Von Miller deal kind of kick-started uh, a little bit of big names that could possibly get uh, traded. At I really point. I really don't know. Um, I really don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know who, what, what are the big names besides Deshaun Watson that could really get thrown out there. 
um, to help another team out at a position. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's, I Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is the only name that really comes to mind. Yeah, we're gonna be sitting here on Wednesday, and we're gonna see a big name get traded, and we're like, wait, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a big name, and it's not who I said it would be. Yeah, maybe the Packers end up making the move to help out Aaron Rodgers this year. Finally, I don't think Rodgers needs the help. I think he's fine with his third, fourth, and fifth options. Yeah, right. How about that? Um, let's go to week nine to where we got a lot of uh, old Super Bowl matchups, and it's a uh, very interesting. First of all, it starts with the Mike White show going up against Carson Wentz in the Indianapolis Colts. Jets versus Colts on th- uh, Thursday night. Then on Sunday, we have the Browns versus the Bengals, the Texans versus the Dolphins, the Falcons versus the Saints, Raiders versus the Giants, Patriots at the Panthers, Bills at the Jaguars, Vikings at the Ravens, Chargers at the Eagles, Packers at the Chiefs, uh, Broncos at the Cowboys, um, Cardinals at the 49ers, then the Sunday night game, Titans at the Rams, and then the Monday night football showdown between the Bears and the Steelers. Um, So what are your thoughts on week nine? Crazy how it's week nine already. It is crazy how it's week nine. Uh, so I'll give you a quick thought. I'll do, I'll do a quick little upset pick here. I'm going to go, right. I'm going to go and, and uh, you're going to think I'm crazy, but, but I'm going to go Titans over the Rams. Really? Night, without Derrick Henry? Sunday night upset. Yep. Without Derrick Henry. I know we were ridiculing them, um, saying their offense ain't going to get any better. But we'll see how the Rams' new uh, defensive scheme works out with Von Miller if he plays, which I'm sure he will. Um, I think the Titans still end up getting it done. I think Ryan Tannehill gets it done with what he's got. Well, I do think you're crazy for even making that pick because that I, I would pick the Rams to cover that seven and a half. The Rams are just absolutely lethal at home, and they've uh, just been dogging teams. I'm known to make crazy picks, so. <laughs> it was either that or the Texans over the Dolphins, but that's going to be an absolute barn burner. It's going to be a real bar burner. I mean, the Dolphins have been close to winning game. They gave the Bills a really tough matchup this weekend. It was 3-3 at halftime, which was a very weird score to see from the Buffalo Bills' uh, high offense well, standpoint. Well, but, Wes, I, I could have picked the Jaguars over the Bills. Well, I never going to pick the Jaguars over the Bills. To me, my Super Bowl matchup that I want right now is Bills-Rams, obviously. Because I want Von Miller to have a chance to go get another ring. And then I also want to see Josh Allen. Like, I just love the way the Bills are built. Will you buy a Von Miller Rams jersey? No, I will not. I will not buy another NFL team jersey. I might buy, like, a shirt or something, but I won't buy... Or, like, a snapback or something, but I won't buy a jersey. I already got my Von Miller Super Bowl 50 jersey, so... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I just buy throwbacks now. Yeah, like the throwbacks. Let's go. I can't wait till Denver unleashes their uh, uh, old school uh, Bronco in the D helmet uh, again because of the new rule change. But uh, back to this week. Speaking of Denver, I do think they have a shot against Dallas if Dak doesn't play. If it's Cooper Rush again, why they're not? Saying, they're, they're saying uh, Dak is going to play, so he's good to go. 
Okay, then never mind. I'll go another route. <laughs> that's what that's the that's what I just read on the NFL app. It says Dak mm-hmm. is good to go. So what about this Jets versus the Colts? I mean, does Mike White do it again against Indianapolis, who just suffered a gruesome loss? You know, I don't know. I, I would hate to say he does because I just keep thinking of Taylor Heineke in Washington and just kind of stunk it up after that big win he got and that big game he had. So I don't know. Um, I'd like to say yes, especially with uh, Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz. I think the Jets could pull it off. Right now, the spread is 10 and a half going in Indy's favor. I kind of like the Jets really? to cover. Yeah. Wow. I get it. Indy's got a good defense. They got some good wep- like weapons in Jonathan Taylor. Michael Pittman showed out this week. But if Carson Wentz is going to keep doing uh, boneheaded plays, I just can't put my money in Carson Wentz's hands. Well, I would say he does keep doing boneheaded plays. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to change. I think my comparison of him being a bad Brett Favre is like spot on with what he does. I really wouldn't know who else to compare him to. Like at least when Brett Favre did boneheaded stuff, it worked. Carson (laughs) Wentz is doing boneheaded stuff and it is not doing anything at all. Like it's gone worse. But, um, well, interesting game. Like do the Browns bounce back and what does Cleveland do sitting at four and four or, um, not the Browns. So the Browns bounce back. It does Cleveland at four and four go in the right direction. But at the same time, they're going to Cincinnati to where they just suffered a really bad loss. Like someone's got to win that game since he's favored by three. Uh, what were you leaning there? Brown Cincinnati. Yeah. I go Cincinnati. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I might just stay away from that one. Cause like, I like Baker. I think he's not as bad as people think. Um, but at the same time, if you don't have your one, two ace when it comes to running the football, like the Cleveland Browns don't right now, I don't think you're going to be that successful. So I will go with Cincinnati again. Shit. Uh, don't like it though. But uh, anything else that entices you from this week? Cardinals and 49ers should be a good one too. Patriots, Panthers will probably be a good one. Vikings, Ravens, they all look like solid games except the Bills, Jags. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's the Packers. The Packers are a dog right now to the Chiefs. I mean, we'll see what happens to the Chiefs uh, tonight. But if you're going to give me Packers plus three in Kansas City, give me that twice on Sundays. I love that bet. Let's see if the Chiefs can even pull one out tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't even think like they might win, but it won't be like over seven points. Like I think they'll barely win by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't win, but we'll see. Well, I don't either. I hope they still remain in the bottom of the AFC West because it, it is great. If there's anything going my way this year, is that the Broncos like at least have four wins right now with the way they've been playing. And that Kansas city is just so bad right now. Like, give me those two things. Like at least I can like lay my head and sleep easy at night, knowing that Kansas city is in last place. And Denver is actually not that bad of a football team. Well, there you go. You got something. (laughs) All right. Anything else? I think that's it. That's all I got. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for the NFL Weekly Drive. We thank you for listening. Go follow us on Bench Bro Sports, uh, at Bench Bro Sports on Twitter and Facebook, and at Original Bench Bros on Instagram. We have a college football podcast as well called the CFP 100. If you want to listen to college football stuff, we have great stuff over there with Anthony and Hudson. Uh, go ahead and listen over there and uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services where this podcast is available. So, anything? How was your Halloween, by the way, with all the kids? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, they got me lots of candy, so yeah, I'm working on eating that. How was yours? Uh, no kids coming around. Uh, no I kids love- coming around in my apartment building. Yeah, well, I live in a in a complex too. I don't think we got any trick or treaters. We were at home. We went to a neighborhood where they give out the good candy. Oh, there you go. Gave out full size candy bars, right? No, no, they didn't. But some some kind of, some like bougie Kit Kats and stuff like that. You know, the the more hollow the like the Halloween type. I think one was like uh, pumpkin pie flavored and stuff. Oh, yeah, a Kit Kat version of pumpkin pie. It was oh, pretty good, know. man. Don't hate. Really? Yeah. I love pumpkin pie and everything, but as a candy bar, I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty good. My favorites are like the uh, the Halloween version of the Milky Ways. Like See, they'll I do the. I don't like Milky Ways. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> You're a Snickers fan, then? It's Snickers, yeah. Snickers and Reese's. It's kind of the same thing, but without the peanuts. I know. I just I, I need something to go with the caramel. Oh, true. I don't hate that take, but uh, my one fear is, is like once we like move to like a house or like a neighborhood or whatever, my fear is like what what happens when I run out of candy? Like, am I going to give out leftovers or like, I don't know. Just load up, man. You're just going to have to load up. Yeah, but then I'm going to eat like half the bowl and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, here you go. While I'm eating the candy, just like, hey, uh, what the hell you guys want? Um, Have Shannon lock you in the room and she'll hand the candy out. (laughs) You know what? If football's on, I probably won't even greet the trick-or-treaters because I will have money on the line. There we go. Exactly. Football will be on, so you'll be all right. (laughs) All right. Well, that will do it for this show. Uh, That was Brandon Farrell. I'm Wesley Splane. We'll see you next week on the NFL Weekly Drive. That's the show. We're out of here.